Hello and welcome to the Horrible Things Podcast. This is a true crime and disaster podcast where we talk about all things horrible, as is implied by the title of this podcast, the Horrible Things Podcast. Today, oh, today, I, I always almost forget to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm Emma Sexton. I'm the host of this podcast. And today I am joined by two horrible people, Will <laughs> Harney. Just one. Zachary Ryan is I, here. I'm not, the, I'm not the horrible one. I'm not the horrible one either. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, Awkward. how have you guys been? It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. Fabulous. All right. Terrific. Making videos. Always. Every single on day. On the grind. Mm -hmm. We actually brought something with us. Oh. Yeah. Did you now? We did. Yeah. W last time we were here, we brought Red Bulls. Now we got bangs. bangs. Pina colada bangs. Yeah. All right. Let's do some ASMR here. Starting off the show with a bang. Tastes okay. like coconut. Yes. Yeah, that's... Okay, I don't get... Here's the thing about bang. She's about to judge him. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh -oh. Here's the thing about bang. Okay. Also, first of all, bang, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, uh, I t I'm totally joking right now. Please sponsor this podcast. But um, bang, it has some weird flavors that I don't quite understand. You want to try some? Like pina colada. Uh, try a sip. Try hold a sip. on. Here's okay. my thing about bang. Right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> my roommate... Got bang, right? For our fridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. At college. Mm -hmm. And the flavors were unicorn blood. Right. And cherry, like a weird cherry mm -hmm. flavor. That sounds dope. And that's unicorn blood yeah, sounds like something me? I would wake up to and See, drink. See, that's yeah. my thing is I'm like, what is that flavor? Like, at least the cherry one, I knew somewhat, like, one of the things that could possibly be in it. But unicorn blood, I have no, <laughs> like, it does not even give you a hint it's, what it could possibly taste like. My only guess is it could be unicorn blood. Like the blood of a unicorn. Potentially. Like, full-on Harry Potter, silver. Full-on, yes. stole it from the book. I, apparently, um, Julia said it kind of tasted like cotton candy. Possibly that makes sense. Are you sure? Was it they have they have rainbow a unicorn flavor too? Oh, they do. rainbow yeah. unicorn. Was it rainbow unicorn and not unicorn blood? Because I've never heard of <laughs> unicorn blood. I think you're, I think this true crime stuff might be Wait, going to your head. Yeah. No, okay, no, definitely a hundred percent. Something that I've seen recently was flavored unicorn blood, but this might have been a different. <laughs> I don't. Believe I don't it. know. No, the bangs don't have it's unicorn kind of blood. I don't think. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I that's think it was what rainbow. It was I, my friends do ads for Bang a lot, and I'm pretty sure it's Rainbow Unicorn. Oh my gosh! Did I really just? Okay, no. I definitely saw something flavored unicorn blood. I'm not like <laughs> exchanging tripping. podcasts uh -huh. with life. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you are looking help. at me like I'm insane. You I think you okay. might be. <laughs> and we're so, the ones drinking Bang. I know. I'm just drinking water, like a healthy person, like a healthy sociopath. Excuse you, <laughs> but I will try it. Oh, okay. Okay, mine? What? <laughs> I take Will's and Zach's the one who offers. No, it's okay. I don't mind. Ew. Whoa. <laughs> That's slimy. You don't like it? No. Do you oh like pina gosh. coladas in general? Do you get uh, in, like, getting caught in the rain? If you like pina colada. Do, do, do. Copyright. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. <laughs> this is a cover, okay? Yeah, this is a cover. Zachary Ryan covers pina colada. There you uh, UMG, if you're listening. Yeah, they copyright everything. I know. I, I actually wanted you to talk about that a tiny bit because oh, I no. kind of like to talk to, if as you guys know, people who are listening, I kind of like to talk with the guests a little bit about like stuff right. in their lives, stuff that's going on in the world. 
before we start, but I kind of just wanted to talk to you guys about, it's very interesting for me as someone who does podcasting to look over to YouTube and see like all the crazy stuff that's happening over there (laughs) because I mean, I don't really have to worry about much stuff with like copywriting or getting like my channel getting a strike or anything like that. YouTube is mean. That's the only thing I can think of. It's very strict. That was very good. I love YouTube, but the only the, the <laughs> only thing I can think of is YouTube is mean. Good description. I, I usually I don't know if I should say this. I you cheat. Sh- I cheat my way out of copyrights. Oh, how so? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> release, I don't know if I can release, say this. spill the tea. I just well, actually, most of the time it's a by accident. Finesse. Like they'll copyright me, and they'll be like, "Oh, we're gonna take your money," and I'll be like, "Oh, no, don't do that." So I'll go through the work of like removing the song from the video or something like that but then i'll just cancel that and it still goes through as if i did it oh Finesse. but they will catch me for that now especially now that i just now admitted to doing it <laughs> yeah but you know what here's the thing it's like on on youtube it seems like it's so fast that your stuff can get taken down whereas mm-hmm. with the podcast all i had to do really was i put up the first two episodes um and that was kind of a like more of a YouTube thing. I felt like because I I read something online about how podcasts that have two episodes or more. I read that too. Yeah. Yeah. Have have a better chance of like getting exposure. Yeah, exposure. So that was kind of a formula thing. But other than that, I I literally just took my um like my RSS feed, and for those of you who don't do like podcasting stuff, that's basically just uh the a link that I gave to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, like all these places. That makes that makes it so every time I upload to this one site, um, it goes to all the other ones. So all I had to do was upload that link, and then they listened to the like the first episode or parts of the first episode, and they um, then they approve it or they don't approve it. In my case, it did get approved, luckily, but nice, it, nice. it got approved, and then nothing else. Like I never get contacted by them again, and. With, like, the curse words, it's interesting because on YouTube, you can totally just get demonetized for having swear words. Whereas in podcasting, all you have to do is market explicit and you, like, don't get in trouble for it whatsoever. It really doesn't drive sponsors away. Some of the most successful podcasts, like, My Favorite Murder is, like, the most successful podcast and it has swear words in it all the time. Yeah. So it's, like, it's totally a different culture almost on YouTube versus on podcasting platforms. Uh, Yeah, I agree. It sucks. YouTube sucks. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, but it's fun. Do you it think that's fun. why a lot of YouTubers are moving to the podcast format? Um, I think maybe it's easier for them to express themselves and talk freely. Yeah, yeah. They can definitely talk more freely in podcasts, but I think it's YouTube's just kind of like, there's no place like YouTube. You can express so much creativity on YouTube. <laughs> there's no place like home. There's no place and like YouTube home. YouTube is our home. YouTube so. is my home. I love it. On yeah. semi-famous, somehow they didn't pick up the curse words in that song. Really? Yeah, like I, I got all the money from that video. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know how. You're, that song kind of Zach and Will uh, like made this whole song called "Semi-Famous." They put it out on their YouTube, and it kind of like didn't blow up on TikTok a little bit, like a little bit. A hundred and fifty people around there used the sound. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. that's super awesome. But we kind of used our famous TikTok friends to push it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not cheating though. It's that's not cheating. A, a that's strategy. networking. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> that strategy. Is, that is strategy. That's finesse. Strategic. Yeah, we finesse yeah. the system. But um, other other than that, like I definitely do see the appeal sometimes of YouTube because I, like before I did anything podcasting, really, I really like to do editing stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the fun of editing, I think, is like getting to make images look cool. Uh, and, I'm, like, I'm a all visual guy. Yeah, I like visual learning. 
I like creating visual things. That I don't like reading that much. Sometimes I do it. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I'm also a visual person, but I'm also a very busy person. So like because of that, I think podcasting just kind of fell into my lap. Busy in the terms of I would always listen to podcasts because whenever I'm in the car, like the, it was pretty much the only way I could like wa- sort of quote unquote watch TV. It was like my TV basically because I didn't have time to like really do yeah. TV or any or like YouTube. I get, I get DMs so. from people telling me they're too busy to keep up with the video sometimes. Yeah, yeah right. it, it's because it if you're watching a YouTube video, you literally have to sit down and watch and yeah. listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with a podcast, you can, it's super easy to multitask. I want to start a podcast. We should start a you podcast. Should. We you definitely should. We're going to do it. Definitely but you have so should. much equipment and I just don't have that. Dude, I will literally, this is all accumulated. Like I started with these two mics and then this little box I got for Christmas and then, like, just the computer I already had, it did not sound great the first couple episodes. Sometimes it still doesn't sound great, and the editing isn't that great. But, like, <laughs> it's honestly a learning curve. And, yeah. like, the thing is that every single time I've had the chance to, like, get a bigger paycheck or, like, get a graduation gift or anything like that, it's all gone into the podcast. And, like, I bought everything that you see with my own money. Yeah. So it's, like... it. <sighs> It's just like it is expensive to start it up, to be honest, because it doesn't matter how it sounds. But the thing is, like, I don't have to buy anything else for it, like, ever. Yeah, you're set. <laughs> yeah, I really, like, I, I really don't need to buy anything. Whereas with cameras, it's like you're always wanting to, like, buy the new new lenses. And I, I new break them all the time. Cameras? You don't break them. My friends break yeah. my cameras and stuff all <laughs> oh the time. Oh my gosh, how? We're always on, the vlogging life is yeah. just, we're always on the move. So like, I'll place my camera somewhere. Foster stepped on it Foster and it slid will, down a, yeah, kick it down like, a hill. cement hill. <laughs> oh my gosh. Within the yeah. clown video? Yeah, that was for that video. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I keep up, uh, I am a watcher and subscriber Thank of you. all yeah. of your Thank videos. You. Thank you. I number one it. fan over here. Actually, Will is probably your number one Zachary fan. Zachary Ryan on YouTube. Just plug, plug. Well, you're, you're like a collaborator, wow. but Will also. Will is my partner. Wow, I'm a fan only now. You, okay, you're I quit. demoted. You yeah. can just be the fan. number one fan of your friend. I'm not though. He was, w- yeah. To be honest, I'm my only fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm his number one t- like critique. I don't know. I've seen those Zachary Ryan, Critic. Will Harney edits, uh, edits and fan pages. Yeah, you should check my tagged pictures on my Instagram account. I want to. It's is it flooded. wild. Is it because of TikTok? Do you think? It, yeah, TikTok helped out a lot. I'm trying to hop into the TikTok world more. So even. interesting. At first, yeah. I thought it was a joke, like TikTok. But here it is, and now everyone's saying it's like the second Vine, which is like crazy, weird. It's, I thought it was going to be musically too. Yeah, now they're going to start monetizing content on there. You think so? Yeah, that's what the rumors are. I actually, are. uh, I actually know people who get paid. Yeah, the donations on the live yeah, streams. Yeah. No, like by paid, TikTok. Paid? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. There's a kid. Uh, okay. There's a kid in my story class who's friends with this girl who has like, like. F- two or three million on tiktok that's that's good. and she wow. gets paid by tiktok to be in their ads and stuff like that oh yeah and most of the time tiktok will just steal i've seen some of my friends on tiktok ads and they'll that's just take weird. them because the, it says in the like the agreement thing that they're allowed to just use your content that is weird so they don't have to pay you so that's good that she gets paid yeah because most of the time they don't do that <laughs> yeah that's super weird okay well enough with weird social media platforms are we talking about murder today or a heist we are talking about a heist, of when, course. When are we going to be able to just buckle down and, Never. Just, and do tackle a murder? Um, 
I will is put in specific requests for <laughs> heists. Oh, uh, I mean, I kind of did. Yeah. Really? Okay, here's yeah. the thing. You guys are comedy people. Like yes. you're you're first and foremost like comedy people, and it's mm-hmm. really hard sometimes to be in a comedic light mood and like do yeah. your thing when you're talking about murder. Heist, <laughs> so heist are funny. I right. think honestly, I could find a way, but. <laughs> I think it's a bad idea. Yes. I think we should stick to heist. Yeah. But I also, um, a couple people complimented that, actually, the episode you guys are on is one of the top episodes we've ever released. Yeah, it is. And uh, <laughs> a lot of people commented and like sent me DMs saying they thought it was super funny and like yeah. a good change of pace from the- It's good to go lighthearted every now and then. Yeah. It is. We'll be your I lighthearted guest. I definitely agree. But yeah, it's, it's doing, that episode has done like really well. People- Really like that episode. Wow. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Keep listening to Horrible Things Podcast. Aw. Okay. So but then when we drop our podcast, stop listening. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that is definitely getting cut out. No, I'm no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get into this next heist. This heist is, okay. Part of me almost thinks this is a more interesting heist than the one we did last time. And that's okay. saying a lot. Wow. I remember yeah. there was disguises. Yeah. And conspiracies. This is like crazy though. Okay. And it has a similar thing to a, a, one of the other heists I did. I uh, Did you ever listen to Great Train Robbery? I think we, we talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an ending to that one that's kind of similar to the ending of this one in terms of like craziness. You know, mm-hmm. like it's kind of on the same level. But we let's let's get into it. Let's you do it. You guys ready? Yes, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Gotta drink a sip of bang real quick. Yep, let's get prepared, Will. We're in. All right. So, today we are talking about the Antwerp Diamond Heist. I believe I pronounced that right. Antwerp. Of the, video, <laughs> Antwerp. the videos that I've been watching, but that could definitely be very wrong. It is in Belgium. Waffles. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Antwerp is Belgium. Or it's in Belgium. It's not Belgium. It's in Belgium. <laughs> it is Belgium. It is Belgium. And okay. this heist actually happened in 2003. Uh, it's kind of crazy to me that a heist like this happened in 2003 because it almost reads like something that would have happened in like the early 1900s because was, of how I crazy I was just a little baby. I was one years old. I was three. Yeah, I was two. Oh, one, two, three. One, two, three. Let's Aww. go. One, two, three action. How cute. Thanks. Okay. And then... <laughs> That sounded so sarcastic. <laughs> oh, how cute. I'm like, aww. Shut up. Yeah, let's get back at no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this heist actually resulted in a whopping, I've never said the word whopping before. Whopping. A whopping $100 million being stolen. You've never said the word whopping? <laughs> no. I don't believe that. When when is I think the last podcast. (laughs) I'm almost positive you said. Is this the secret word that I? How much was it? How much was it? How much was it? One hundred million dollars. One hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money. That is like (laughs) pocket change. Zach's like, eh, in YouTube money, it's like (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so this heist actually occurred in what you probably you guys probably don't know about this unless you're like really. Caught up on diamond news? Yeah. I didn't know about this. You'd be surprised. <laughs> there's this place in Belgium called the Antwerp Diamond District. I knew okay? that. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? No, you nope. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, you no, didn't. I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh my now gosh. I know that. Maybe Will should host this podcast. Yeah. yeah, no, Will wakes up and doesn't even know where he is sometimes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he does not. I do. So, um, this, like I said, this heist ca- took place in the Antwerp Diamond District. And if you don't know anything about this district, it's basically a big gathering place where jewels and diamonds and gold and other types of currencies are bought and sold. Um, about 84% of all diamonds 
What? I'm sorry. That I was trying not to laugh, but you said jewels, and I just thought of the vapes. That's all I got. <laughs> I just was picturing people exchanging vapes for diamonds and stuff. I, Will and I both looked at each other, and we were like, jewels? Oh, my gosh. I didn't we're, even think of that. My a, mind didn't even go there. Yeah, no, we're, we're immature for sure. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Jules. So um, 84% of all rough diamonds and 50% of all cut diamonds in the world are traded in the Antwerp Diamond District. Um, it's basically the center. If you want to be someone that sells jewelry or diamonds or gold, this is where you want to be. Basically, there, it's all diamond trading and gem trading. And jewels. And jewels. And it's located uh, a little less than an hour from Brussels, so it's Sprouts. pretty near like <laughs> the center of the city. And for centuries, it's just been... like It wasn't just like, oh, in the early 2000s, a bunch of diamond shops started popping up. It's been like since 1447 when they first called it a gem trading district. Like It has always been this big place for that. So it's kind of interesting, kind of cool. And uh, another thing that comes with being the Diamond District is that there is very intense security all around the city. There are um, There's a special police force that's delegated to just this district by the government. There is um, armed soldiers, basically, that stand position throughout the district. And then uh, around the entire perimeter of the district, there's these, you know those, um, like, short-ish metal poles that make it so you like can't drive through places sometimes they'll put them up if it's like an an exit only or something little peggy thingies yeah yes those can pop up all oh like all at once out of the ground around the perimeter of the district so that if there is a like a theft going on they can pop those up and no cars can leave the district what about motorcycles what about people on foot oh well, if what people about were on foot, they would get <laughs> <laughs> motorcycles. Did you just professional motorcycle? Like they just squeeze right they through. They do it on motorcycles. I don't mopeds. I actually don't. I feel like if it was if someone could have robbed this motorcycle, place on my own. they wouldn't be able to carry enough jewels to like. <laughs> <laughs> I think they could carry enough yeah. jewels. They they wouldn't be able to carry enough gems to make it yeah. out of the city. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be million. able to use the word jewels. Maybe not 100 millions worth, but I could probably get a good 10 mil shoved in my socks and, like, pockets. Diamonds shoved in your socks while you're riding a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> it's worth the pain. The hospital bill's paid off right there. That is the hardest substance in the world, cutting into your ankle. So um, now that you kind of have a little bit of background on this diamond district... Let's let's get into the timeline of this heist. You guys ready? Let's do it. Okay. So in 2000, the perpetrator of this whole heist, his name is guys. He has the most difficult. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that hard of a name. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Star of the Titanic. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's pretty famous. Yeah. Um. So Leonardo Nutter Butter. Butter. Nutter Butter. Nutter Butter. Notre Dame. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let's see if we can top last ratings on the first one we were on with this one. Yes. Noter Bartolo. Oh, we're topping Leonardo Noter Bartolo. Bartolo. Okay. Uh, if that's wrong, I'm so sorry, Italian listeners. He moves into an office space in the Diamond District in Antwerp, Belgium. And it's, you know, obviously right in this place that's the center of the whole city. It's right. called the Diamond Center. And it's basically in the very center of the district. And it's like where all of the really big diamond selling trading happens in the city. So it's like very heavily protected. It's pretty much 
it's almost like a city hall for this district. And obviously there's lots and lots of diamonds in there because lots and lots of diamond traders own offices in this building. And so did Leonardo Notarbal no Leonardo. <laughs> let it go, let it go. Let's Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's keep going. I was like, if I say Leo. it fast, it'll come out. No, it did not. <laughs> you stumbled. But uh <laughs> so he said when he was buying this um office space in the diamond center he said that he was an italian diamond merchant and that uh he was just there to run his business and actually for three years he ran a legit diamond selling and trading business in the diamond center so people like knew who he was who lived around him and uh, had office spaces around him and they trusted him because they saw him actually like running this business and it it was very common for diamond traders and sellers to come in and out of the building, you know? So one thing I was actually thinking as I was reading this, I was like, what makes one diamond seller better than another diamond seller? They're diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if they all have pretty much the exact same product and they pretty much all are in one spot, like how do you pick one over the other? Well, let's talk about cocaine for a second. Because, no. <laughs> I mean, you could buy cocaine from someone who cleans their cocaine and does good. It's the same thing. Are you treating your diamonds well? Are you treating diamonds like it's cocaine? I don't get the Cleans analogy. their cocaine? I don't... I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> like Listen, I don't know much about cocaine. Okay? I'm yeah. glad to hear it. <laughs> Except for what I saw this morning. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. Zachary Ryan, demonetized. <laughs> but, um, basically... People knew him. People trusted him. And the reason that he got this spot in the Diamond Center in the first place was because every single person who was a tenant in the center had cards that gave them 24-hour access to the building. And they also had access, when they needed to make a deposit at the end of the day, they had access to the vault where all of the valuables for this entire building were stored in these safety So my boy Leonardo DiCaprio is robbing this place, right? That's what we're getting into. (laughs) Basically, that's what we're getting into. Okay, all right. How could you resist at that point? Yeah. That's just like temptation to the max. 24-hour access pass. To to the building, but not to the vault. And the vault was two stories below ground. It was literally an underground vault in the Diamond Center. That's not that bad. That's like as tall as my house. My house is two stories. So he pretty much, outside of business hours, there was no access to the vault. So it was very, like, that's there was really intense security. And that's the reason no one had ever tried to pull up a heist there before that they know of at least is because uh it it's just very difficult to pull off a heist so this Let's, is how leonardo how did Leo my guy done? went Come around on. it so obviously first he rents the place okay and there's no photography allowed in this building of course because they don't want people to be able to steal stuff steal eventually diamonds, yeah. so uh he couldn't take pictures of the vaults or anything that was around my boy drew him he drew, he drew stuff or could he take pictures? Oh, no. Because Leonardo oh, this is 2003. got a micro <laughs> camera that fit inside the top of a pen. And oh, he wow. put the pen in what? his breast pocket and he set it to record. And he walked through the building, down to the vault, swiped it, like swiped his card, whatever, did his code, got into the vault, like spun around while taking pictures the entire time. And put in his deposit for the day and walked out without anyone ever knowing that he was recording. Smart My man. boy Leo yeah. was on his game. That is that some day. spy kids stuff. That yeah. is really like that's spy kids. What five. if we had a micro camera in a pen and I just walked around? That's like very <laughs> early two thousand. Yeah, who thinks of that? Leonardo. Leonardo DiCaprio likes that. 
So he took pictures from every single angle of this entire vault, which is what in the end, honestly, allowed him to pull off this heist is because he had that idea. I imagine this guy looking like an idiot. He's walking around the vault, stepping <laughs> in every corner. People are like, is this guy stupid? What? Are you? Yeah, what's going on <laughs> what here? Are you You're doing? like, Leo, are you? Like, my okay. foot's asleep. My foot's asleep. I'm just trying to <laughs> wake up my foot. <laughs> so he eventually gets four other criminals, four other career robbers to help him pull off the heist. And the way they did that is by studying. the. They printed out and they studied the hundreds, if not thousands of photos that he took. And, like, they were able to see every single part of the robbery. And because they had pictures of everything, they bought space in a warehouse outside of the district. And they used the photos to create a replica of the vault, exactly the same as how... Oh, my gosh. Yes. Isn't my boy Leo doing kind of okay, though? He has, like, his own legitimate business. Uh, He has a business, but he, like, he's a career criminal so dang wow. that's like so i'm just picturing that ain't no rest so, for the wicked guy. <laughs> that's dope that's dope they uh create a replica of this vault and since they had this whole replica that was like exactly the same pretty much space wise as the one that was in the building they were able to time and run through the entire heist like hundreds of times before they actually did the heist like they were able to go in there and just say, okay, we need to get this done in four minutes. Let's practice doing that over and over and over again in the exact same space. That's next level. With these four robbers. So uh, just a reminder, it's five, including Leonardo. So four robbers and then Leonardo. And um, you, I was just, I wrote this in my notes, that like you have to admit this heist is as horrible as it is to like steal people's stuff. No, they deserve it. This is like so <laughs> I'm just saying, they des- I'm just going to be completely straightforward about this. These guys made an exact replica of the room. I was just going to say it is an insanely well-planned heist. Yeah, like they deserved it. Far See, this is why what I was saying about how it's almost more interesting cuz the heist we talked about last time was not this well coordinated. They're all sloppy. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, this is crazy. This is like next level. This mm-hmm. is years of preparation. And even probably before he rented that space in the Diamond Center, he was planning on doing this heist. Th- this is like three to five years in the making before this actually happens. It's absolutely crazy. <clears throat> and they finally got around to actually doing the heist in February of 2003. So three years after he moved in. And they chose Saturday night, which was February 15th, um, because there were lots of people who worked in the Diamond Center. Day after Valentine's Day. Oh. They wait until after the romantics are gone, and they're like, let's steal these diamonds. They chose they chose that night, actually, because a lot of people in the um, Diamond District were religious, and they knew that they would be gone for religious reasons that night. So there would Wayne's be less smart. people that were around. Religious reasons. And... <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day. (laughs) They also know that they didn't have security guards in the Diamond Center like that night because of one, religious reasons, and two, they trusted their tech so much and like the securities that they had so much that they really didn't think they needed security guards in the building. Because, I mean, I, I will explain later the defenses on this vault, but it's pretty crazy. Like, if I worked there, I would definitely think it was safe if I didn't know. Never put your trust in anybody. Or anything. Technology. Are you okay? Don't trust anyone. (laughs) Are you okay? No, this true crime stuff is messing with my head, man. (laughs) I just start crying on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, they were definitely wrong, though. Like, clearly, they were wrong because 
we are talking about a diamond heist right now. I know and the spoilers are coming. Like I know that yeah, yeah. <laughs> this they got goes caught, through. Right? So the day before they actually go to, on Valentine's Day, the day before they actually go to do the heist, um, Leonardo had gone down to his vault uh, on that Friday to make his daily deposit of everything he had like bought and all that stuff. And he managed to spray one of the thermal cameras in the vault with hairspray that covered the lens and prevented it from being able to detect the heat signature of people who would be in there the next day. This guy. He's a genius. Yeah. There's no way he doesn't deserve these let diamonds. Him, let, him, let him keep them <laughs> I hope he doesn't get caught, like I know, but like... I mean, we know his name, so... Oh, yeah, he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, good uh, point. So... <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah, we're caught. talking about him, so it's obvious yeah. he did it. Yeah, this is just a pseudonym for an unknown robber. Yeah, we know his first and last name. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is not a real person. <laughs> yeah. So the next night, they drove a rental car with Leonardo as the getaway driver, which I knew that yes. Will would love. Number one baby, baby driver. Baby driver, let's go. But yeah, so Leonardo, not only did he plan the heist and like basically do all this, but he was also their getaway driver. And... uh. The four other robbers, they park the car directly across the street from the Diamond Center, and then they run into a building that is, like, across the way. Like, not the Diamond Center building, but, like, a a rundown building that was nearby. They ran into it, and then once they were in that building, they were able to get into this back garden area that was right against the side of the Diamond Center. And then they were able to put a ladder up, and they were able to climb onto one of the balconies of the diamond center outside of it. So the balcony that they were on did have an infrared sensor that went with the light switch, but the robbers were able to use a piece of polyester cloth taped to a piece of cardboard to shield themselves. And then they were able to walk right up to the infrared sensor, place the polyester on it. And then it, it effectively turned the entire sensor off. Are you sure we're not talking about a James Bond movie? I'm yeah. 100% this certain. Is, <laughs> this is crazy. Polyester this is apparently impossible. prevents you from being detected by infrared sensors. Who would have known that? Yeah, who? Was Google a thing? They Bing search it? Yahoo? Yeah. Leo. He was a career criminal. He knew this stuff. All these people, career criminals, they just knew this stuff. And it was years in the making. Like, they were prepared for everything. That's crazy. And so they- Except they getting caught, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they they you guys are gonna be so disappointed in how this ends. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, Leo dies. Leo dies. No. Okay. <laughs> he just released a movie like a couple of Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> and he's he's talking about climate change all the time. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> so um they they turn the sensor off and now they're in the building and they're able to head down toward the locked vault. Uh since normal business hours were not happening right now it's outside of normal i don't know why i said it like that it's outside of normal (laughs) hours uh all of the locks and defenses on the vault were up at this time and those defenses were absolutely insane like i'm gonna go through right now and tell you everything that was on this vault door it is crazy like for 2003 especially i'm i I bet i could have gotten through it but let's hear it so the door was made of like very thick steel i think it was like a foot thick this steel door so there was no way that you could actually like drill through it and even if you did start to try to drill through the door the door had a um like a a sensor hookup hooked up to it that could sense vibrations so if you tried to drill through the door it would sense the drill and then it would 
set off an alarm and call the police. Basically, as soon as it felt vibration other than footsteps or voices. So you just have to yell at the wall (laughs) until it breaks. Ah. Because it can't sense the voice vibration. So (laughs) Break, wall. They had had that for people who would try to either push the door or hit the door over or drill through the door. They had that. And the door also had several different locks. So there was a password lock that had um, a number code that could have up to 10 million different combinations. But it was most likely one, two, three, four. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was one lock that required a key that was actually a one of a kind key only owned by the Diamond Center. And there was only one of those keys. Okay. Do they make it? How do they do this? And then there was also an external camera on the outside of the door. How did they get through the door? If you managed to get through those two locks and you were opening the gate after hours, you there were a few more safeties that were in this vault. So the doors uh, were uh, obviously when the door was pushed against the door frame, there was these metal plates, one on the door, one on the frame. And these plates had a magnetic field that would run between them. So if you opened the door, it would break the magnetic field. If it was after business hours and you opened the door and broke the field, it would set off an alarm and call the police. So that's opening the door at all. How did they get through? There was an off switch. I would have just worn camouflage past all the cameras (laughs) and walked right through. (laughs) You had to roll back another metal gate that had a lock on it uh, without setting off the thing that beeped with vibration. Okay. And then uh, once you were inside the vault, there was an internal camera and a motion detector, uh, thermal camera, and a light detector. So if it was outside of business hours and you turned on the light, you had heat and moved around, or they saw you on the cameras, the alarms would go off and the police would be called. What the fuck? How do you get in there? You do anything. You see why they were confident enough to not have guards in there? They were like, no way. I wouldn't have put a guard outside, let alone inside. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. (laughs) They're chilling. They thought. They thought. So they thought. Yeah, so basically everything could set off an alarm in here. Except for Leo. (laughs) So (laughs) here's how they got through all these defenses. It's not Leo proof. They went around. That's the one thing they forgot. Leo proof. How dare they? They went around the back door. (laughs) They just go around. You could have started his own security company, to be honest. Like, this is so good. Even I couldn't break through it. (laughs) Leo proof. I would trust it. I would would order it. Leo tested. I'd pre order it. (laughs) So, um, they didn't have to. (laughs) You would test it. (laughs) Will said Leo tested. (laughs) Leo tested. Leo approved. (laughs) Leo tested. Robert disapproved. That's funny. So um, they didn't have to drill through anything, first of all. They're not going to try to drill through the door. So they didn't set off the vibration alarm because it was just footsteps. So that's how they avoided that whole situation. Um, And because they had the pictures, since Leo was a tenant of the building, they knew what the combination was to get through that first lock because he had taken pictures and was able to show that to them. They memorized the code, so they knew what the code was to get through that first lock. The second way they got through the unique key lock, that was honestly completely on the Diamond Center because they found out it was a total like lack of security moment that the key, which was the only key that could open this door, was actually hanging in a closet right near where Are the vault kidding? was. What? Are you joking? No, I'm dead serious. It was just in the closet. It was just it, sitting in the closet. Inside job. <laughs> so, but they know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> they missed one guy. Wait, the so, janitor. I feel like the code was like like Leo's code. 
and then like they wasn't it, Le- it was it. Leo's code. No, there was one code. There's only one. Okay, code. I did it. Uh, I was three years old. <laughs> I didn't set up. I didn't set up any alarms. <laughs> I crawled right by the cameras. Nobody saw me. Yeah. I was skinny enough to fit underneath the crack in the yeah. door. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't baby-proof the vault. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw it coming. I shoved all those diamonds in my diaper and I was gone. Not baby tested at all. <laughs> and I rode my motorcycle <laughs> out of there. <laughs> and to this day, I have scars. <laughs> From the dime. All around my hips of just diamond yeah. gashes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, unique key. That was a security problem. In the but closet. They, they get through it. Uh, through that password test thing. Okay. <laughs> that obstacle. And next was the magnetic field. Okay. So <laughs> sounds like such a movie thing. Who just goes, oh, now we just got to get through this magnetic field. So... <laughs> Like I said, there was one of the metal panels that was on the outside so that they could get to it. And you may think that, oh, well, they probably had to use some, like, big high-tech device. No. The way that they actually got through this was uh, they took aluminum foil (laughs) with Mm. double-sided tape Mm. and they pressed it against the one of the metal panels which broke the magnetic field connection but not in the way of like that it would set the alarms off in the way of it now had, like, a new connection with the aluminum foil so it didn't go off because it still had something there so they just had to stick this onto that sensor and they were through that okay i could have thought of that so (laughs) no you couldn't (laughs) i know so (laughs) they disabled the magnetic field then they can open the door because they have all these keys done they pick the lock on the fence that's in there they pull it back and then once they're inside uh they had the hairspray that was covering the thermal camera from the day before, so they, the alarm was not going to get set off from that. They It couldn't detect them. And to be safe, they covered the thermal detector in styrofoam, and they covered the light sensor in black tape. I assume it was gaff tape, but that could just be the techie in me, like, wanting that to be a thing. <laughs> That's the techie in you. And then the internal camera, they covered it with a black bag. And... So therefore, probably the bag that they carry their tin foil and foam yeah, yeah. and hairspray They're and all so their smart. stuff. And, yeah. and then once they were inside and all of the sensors were like they were pretty sure nothing was going to go off, they actually disabled the they like disabled the cables uh, so that it literally could not send any alarms out. Just like the vault the was completely. Uh, we, yeah, we're just going to disable them. these cables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it fine. was just completely like no alarms literally could be sent out. So, so how did this guy get caught? He's so smart. Yeah. And then what? He just... Did the he car s- didn't start. I mean, it's crazy. Basically, Fingerprints? they what? stole $100 million worth of diamonds with tinfoil, tape, polyester, hairspray, and a spy pen. Oh, man. A spy pen. Let's you could literally a little buy... Kids, and a little kid's spy kid's yes. toy set. You could buy, like, almost everything that they used for this heist at, like, Target. You could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's I crazy. might go steal a hundred million dollars. No, I won't. No, I won't. I'm joking. It's because it's no joke. <laughs> jokes don't hold up on court. I know, I know. We talked about this last time. It's just because it's like no one would. It's probably because they didn't expect it to be so simple. Like yeah. Yeah. they're like, oh, no one could ever break this. But it's like you don't think about the fact that like, well, what about hairspray? You know, yeah. like yeah. What about Leo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'll> just- <laughs> That's what they didn't think about. Gosh, Leo, I, I'm I'm gonna be so disappointed if he dies. I'm not I don't think spoiling he anything. He dies, bro. <laughs> he's, he's too dope to go down, like, just in jail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he breaks out of jail. 
Oh my gosh, Next with tin episode. foil and foam. And I also just want to point out, remember I told you how there was a light sensor in there? Yes. Mm-hmm. They did all of this disabling, all of the covering with bags and things like that, all of it with the lights off, completely off. And the Did they have night dark. vision goggles? They ate a lot no, of carrots. It's That's because what they did. <laughs> They had that replica and they had practiced for weeks. So they knew where everything was spatially already going into it. They so they pr- were they able to do it. a practice room? That's what I told you. In the dark though? Yes. Oh my They're gosh. They, they can keep so the money. They, <laughs> just keep it. keep it. I'd give it to you at that point. They knew where everything was. So they didn't need the lights on. I know everything like in my room, but I need the lights on. I trip on over my, I have my, my toe on the corner of my bed every night. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys, kidding me? Just an old heist on. blind. Yeah, with the yeah. lights on. I fall down my stairs in the middle of the day. Uh, not often. <laughs> lights are a weakness. We should not. I'm turning off my lights life. everywhere now. Yeah. So once they got everything disabled, they stole $100 million worth of diamonds, jewelry, uh, gold, whatever valuables were inside this vault, pretty much. They, they just bird stole. boxed this entire vault. Yeah, 123 out of 160 of the safety deposit boxes were opened after they were done. And they had, remember, they had started this on the 15th on Saturday. They get back to their car at 5.30 a.m. That, um, that Sunday, and they drive off with these duffel bags full of diamonds. No people were harmed. No alarms were set off. That's the end At of it. All. No, tell me the bad part. Now they're millionaires. <laughs> they, they were literally... This is now crazy. they party with Bill It Gates. was completely clean. They had been wearing plastic gloves. There were no alarms, no casualties. Like, it's crazy. And so they get in the car and Leonardo, you know, starts to drive away. So as they're driving back to Italy, which is where he was originally from and where they were headed back to... It's pronounced um, Italy. <laughs> Just so you they, know. They um, stop real quick to burn these plastic gloves on the side of the road. Okay. They got arrested. For They're them. totally That's bad for the environment, by the way. It is bad for the environment. That's they don't care. They, they have a hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah, in their car. They can pay for the environment back. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they can, they can buy the entire environment right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy a section to fill the ozone, please. <laughs> so they um they burn these gloves and they're driving back to Italy. And then one of the robbers, one of the robbers in this car, had to take a pee, and they found his DNA on the side of the road. Worse. Worse is a cop. No, <laughs> he's a cop the whole time. He's he goes through the training and everything. And just oh, it's by the way, you're going to jail. <laughs> Throws a half-eaten salami sandwich on the side of. Are you I've kidding? I've heard of this. You've heard. I've of this? heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? This, this sounds very familiar. Yes. Yeah. So one of the robbers, they're driving. Their plastic burned gloves. Should have just finished it. That sounds so good. He throws half of a salami sandwich. Out the window of the car. And now they're all in jail. And because <laughs> there was the link between this one car, like clearly having driven this direction, the plastic gloves, and then they found the salami sandwich, couldn't have been there for much longer. They were able to find the robber who had eaten the sandwich, who then gave up. <laughs> What's his name? Tell me his name. <laughs> What's his guy? name? This guy. I can't tell you his name because Leonardo never gave him up after this guy gave him up and that he guy. was sentenced oh. to 10 years in prison only 10 years oh my gosh 10 years isn't that bad 100 million dollars i'll take 10 years most Wait. of the diamonds were never recovered 20 million dollars or eight yeah 20 million of dollars of diamonds were recovered and he only got 10 years he got well okay he's fine so wait the salami guy or leo i think leo, leo. the salami guy was fine 
And he got a salami sandwich. That's so cool. <laughs> and he's ungrateful. He didn't even finish it. Yeah. So uh, because of this DNA, they're able to link Leonardo with it, and they find him. They sentence him to 10 years in prison. Diamonds really never recovered. And Leonardo, his like whole story, the reason I think he only got 10 years in jail is because he claimed that he was hired to steal $18 million worth of diamonds for an insurance fraud scam. Yeah. But honestly, I definitely doubt it because they said there was a hundred million dollars of diamonds stolen and also no one stays in a place how much money would you need to be paid to uproot your life live in a place for three years build a replica of the place you're supposed to go actually run a legitimate diamond selling business like there's no way this 15 is bucks i do it for 15 bucks like 15 overall mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> overall flat 15 dollars. i don't even need 20 I don't even need any of the diamonds. Take me to Subway and we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just like completely doubt this insurance fraud scam. Yeah. And like I said earlier, he never gave up the names of the four robbers that helped him. What a, what a great guy. Leo's so my when friend. When he was in prison. He, what's cool. he up to today? Where's he at? I actually looked that up. Okay, so he's sentenced to 10 years in prison uh, in 2005. He gets released um, in 2009 for good behavior, but he's still Heck on parole. Yeah. But then in 2011, uh, they found that he had actually violated his parole. And um, so he had to go back to prison because basically they said, okay, you can either go back to prison or you can compensate the victims of your theft, which he did not try to do, obviously, because there was like $100 million of stuff stolen. Correct. So he goes back to jail uh, and then he gets arrested again in 2013. Come on, Leo. And basically, he had to serve a prison sentence until 2017, but now he's just out Can on I, parole. I'm going to go hang Let's out with find him. him. How old is he today? Get you him know? on the oh show. Oh, gosh. He would be pretty old. I don't know you what his so? age he's a little was beginning. I think he's definitely could be like your dad or your grandparent. So anywhere from like 40-something to 70. Yes. <laughs> That's very About broad. that age range. Gen X to Boomer. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, um... Yeah, so he got out of jail in 2017, which is crazy because this happened in 2003, and he's literally like in and out of jail until two years ago. That's kind of insane. That's cool. I like him, but honestly, I th- my thing is like I bet that he he never gave those guys up. He orchestrated pretty much the entire heist. I guarantee he's that when money. he got out of prison, he got a fat payout. Like oh yeah, that yeah. he probably got he he's probably like got m- millions and millions of dollars. He's now. fine. I mean, they only and got I want to be his friend. 20% of it back. Like, no doubt in my That's mind crazy. that, especially because he never gave the other robbers up. Like, I bet that he was like, oh, I'll do the prison sentence. I'll be out in 10 years. And then I'm going to have I'm like set. so He's much money. Large. Yeah. So the thing that I kind of took away from this also about Leo is like, even though he seems kind of cool, he's definitely probably lies somewhere on the sociopath spectrum because he pretended for three years to make friends with and be like a part of this community that he was not a part of at all. You want to know what that is? That is dedication. Dedication? He's the type of guy who would be a loyal boyfriend. Yeah. He wouldn't cheat on you. You would date him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gen X Especially now that he's got millions of dollars. Come yeah. on, be my sugar daddy, bring Leo. Me that oh my gosh. Money. Bring me that money. What's that from? Bring me that money. Tell him to bring me my damn money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just interesting to me. It's like a lot of times they found, I know we mentioned this in the last episode, that like robbery and the type of people that commit robberies are also the type of people. Like it's the same um 
I guess, mental profile of the people who commit murder a lot of times. So it's like, to a certain extent, you kind of have to have that lack of empathy and like attention to your own emotion to be that intense of a career criminal. It's pretty crazy. So yeah, you definitely got to be crazy to. Yeah, I agree. On the camera, you worded it perfectly. I have nothing else to say. That was good. Good job. But I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. But overall, (laughs) I just wrote like usually for my conclusions, I write like three sentences of like very eloquently worded. But from this one, I literally just wrote, "Bruh, this is crazy." (laughs) Well, that's the only way you can describe it. Because I definitely think like that heist. I was so excited to talk about that because that actually Isabella Stewart Gardner does read like a like a movie yeah. pretty much but this this is cra- this is that's like a cinema like a24 film that you'd see in theaters this is like an action movie starring Dwayne the jo- Dwayne the Rock Johnson if like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson plays Leo in a movie I think Leo should play Leo No he's too old Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Wait. Oh. <laughs> oh, the, oh, yeah. Leonardo oh. DiCaprio should be Leonardo. What's his name? Buttercup? What was it? Buttercup. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It's Leonardo. like Nutter Butter or something like that. Nutter Bartolo. Yeah, Nutter Noto. Butter. Leonardo Butter. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo Butter. So, yeah, that's, that is the case of the Antwerp Diamond Heist, and it is absolutely insane. Thank you very much. What, did you, what are you guys' thoughts on this case? I'm excited to hear what you think. Pointing me like that. I wanted you to go first. I'm being nice. I don't know. I think uh, I'm not a big fan of salami sandwiches anyway. Oh, okay. So, uh, we're already disagreeing on this. <laughs> so I think that was just a dumb move. And that's all I got to say. About eating this the salami sandwich or throwing yeah, it on the ground? Eating it. Like, why would you even? <laughs> I, I would throw it on the ground. Like, that guy has a point. What? It's not uh, that good of a You could have just given it to me if we were doing a heist together. I'd eat your salami sandwich. You would? Yeah. Oh, then we're fine then. Cool. We wouldn't have gotten caught. Yeah. Because I would have had his leftovers. I think it's crazy how they, like, actually made a replica of the whole entire that's, place. That's, that's what tripped me up. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That's, like, you have that's to be crazy. You, gotta you be have crazy. to be crazy. Yeah. You, you rented the warehouse. Yeah, you got to be crazy for that. To build an entire I want to see a movie about this. Yeah. That'd right? Be, that'd be such a good Make it. Someone make movie. it. Steven Spielberg. I'm pretty sure they did, Michael like, a Bay 60 makes minutes it. on it. <laughs> Oh gosh! It ends with a giant explosion. Yeah, <laughs> the salami sandwich gets thrown on the ground. It just a it's a bomb. I might have an explosion sound effect. That's oh, not. Close. That is not. not it. It. Wait. <laughs> nope. You I, I wait. What's the difference do. between this? Oh, that's a laugh. Wait. That's a clap. Okay. Where is it? Yeah. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, where, I think it's confirmed. I don't. Yeah, don't <laughs> you just like Why have you not been using your laugh track this whole yeah, time? Why? I didn't know you had this. <laughs> uh, it makes but, um, me. <laughs> but, um, it's slightly. It's kind so of scaring long. me now. Okay, stop it. How long does it go for? <laughs> Girl in the back. <laughs> She's just. Okay, it's over oh now. But, yeah, it, it's That's such crazy. a long laugh track. It's well, kind of weird. <laughs> it is kind of uncomfortably long. Yeah. Yeah, I think the uh, claps are said. also awkwardly long, but <laughs> Will said that's what she said when oh I said it's uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Long. I'm sorry. Hey, sorry. But um, yeah. What about what about you, Zach? What are your thoughts about it? I thought it was dope. That's cool. But at the same time, <clears throat> I would have eaten the salami. Yeah, sandwich. that's like yeah. come on. That that's just that is I, a big takeaway. Life is crazy. That's my explanation. These people dedicated three years plus probably of their lives to this yeah. robbery. 
and a salami sandwich takes and only them out. one person got caught. One is a piece of bread with some meat, and they're they're done. Not that good. Of meat, <laughs> they're done. Yeah, it's they're over. Done. Did you um, it's do you see why I said it's like great uh great train robbery? Because yeah. in the end of that case, what takes it. Everything is done in the heist perfectly. What takes them out is they played Monopoly and didn't wipe their fingerprints off the pieces. That's crazy. It's just, it's the little things in life. That's yeah. what I take away from this, guys. Why do, Why would they play Monopoly? <laughs> it's the little things in life. Because they had just stolen like millions of dollars and they played with real money. Oh my gosh, oh. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, no, Never mind. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. And you would have eaten the salami sandwich. And so I no. would have eaten this, but I would have wiped my prints. I'm no dummy. Off the sandwich, <laughs> <laughs> Clorox. <laughs> Clorox like, wipes. This guy was eating bleach that's, on that's his sandwich. I would have just put it in a trash can somewhere. How dare they? Saved it for later. And yeah, all of littered. this, the real crime is littering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, are they kidding you? And like, they what? burned plastic. How dare? Yeah. Oh my no gosh! No wonder they went to jail. Yeah, one of them him. did. One only, of them. only one. Out of Isn't five. it ironic that Leonardo DiCaprio is a huge activist for climate change? Yeah. And this other Leo is just an <laughs> asshole who litters and burns plastic. Yeah, what's wrong with Leos these days? One Leo. <laughs> the other one, perfect. Yeah. You don't know which one My, I'm talking yeah, about. One of them, <laughs> I one want of it that perfect. way. We're talking about the highest one, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, gosh. I'm about to get... People are going to come after me. You uh, support heists? We're, no, I don't. <laughs> I, support support I don't Leo. support robbery. I already have said that I think that people who commit Unless you do it that dope. <laughs> no, he got caught. I don't support it. Yeah, but like... You he, don't support he, this but like, particular robbery? If you robbery? get caught, I don't support it. He didn't... Okay, I have a question, though, Emma. Yes. So, he didn't give up the guy, right? No. But they found the guy's DNA, and then yes. they found him. Yes. So, he just said he wasn't a part of it? He was just happened to be in the car with him? Like, or I think they must have made some... It didn't really go into detail in all the deal? stuff I read, but I bet it was some Witness either thing. some type of deal or... Um, no, yeah, I bet that's I what it was. I would have let Salami guy give go up, down. Give up. I was like a a hand in all this, but I'll give you the guy who like planned this entire thing, uh, yeah. the mastermind yeah, yeah, yeah. behind it. And oh, I'm so pretty sure this guy. Oh, so he did give him up like, full on. Yeah. That's mad. And I'm pretty sure this guy, Leonardo, actually had a history of running like a criminal organization back yeah. in Italy. So they were oh. kind of like He was more wanted. Already, so. Respect. Yeah. He was like, I'll take the 10 years. I'll take that's the 10 not years. That long. That's yeah. crazy. For $10 million, yeah. I'd take 10 years. He's a man. No, I wouldn't. I get it. I oh. think it's time for my favorite <laughs> segment on this show. Will. She muted Will. Wait, wait, put me back on. Hey, <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Happy things. <laughs> I muted Will again. It's messed up. Happy guys. things. Happy things. Okay. I'm going to go first. I get it. Okay, it's I'll like go horrible first. things, but there's like Emma's happy. talking. Okay. Okay. So, happy things. Boring. No, this I'm is just a kidding. segment where we talk about one good thing that happened throughout our week or that you are looking forward to. Um, I would say my happy thing, I probably, I feel like I did something really fun yesterday and I can't remember. Wasn't that happy? Was. No, it definitely was. Oh, I did. Okay. So I joined this um, like club at school called CSBN and it's Chapman Sports Broadcast Network. So we like film football games and broadcast it live and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And it's super cool. And uh, yesterday we had our first game, and not only did Chapman win, but um, it was just like a really cool experience. I got to do handheld on the sidelines. Yeah, I had I grabbed someone's shoulder who was with me and prevented them from getting tackled by a football player on the sidelines. That's great. You're a good it was, friend. It was. Well, I was like, this guy could probably die if he gets tackled <laughs> by like five of these people wearing full uniforms. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that was my happy thing. It was a great experience. I'm very 
happy that I got to meet a bunch of people and I like football now. Hey, that's yeah. good. Football's my favorite. I picked all my teams today. Yeah, she told hey. me. Like I uh like I'm a now an I'm now a Knicks fan for basketball. I had no clue who they were. New York, New York. I'm not a big because on Joey yeah. from Friends likes them. Oh, okay. okay. Now, now I see. Uh, that. And uh, football Patriots because America. No, That's because why. almost ev- all of my family yeah. likes sports Patriots. Pretty much. Okay, okay. Respect. They're okay. East Coast, so yeah. Least Coast. Those are my happy things. They're the least coast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of want to live in DC when I get older. I love the East Coast. Never mind the best place to find our East Coast. All right, well, what's your happy uh, thing? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. continue. Okay. Moving on. Wow. Oh, my happy thing. Yeah, yeah, Oh, well, not scary farm season Oh, oh. is back. Ooh. With and your girlfriend? With my oh. girlfriend. Oh, Will has a girlfriend now, by the and way. And my guy friend. You have, a, you have another guy friend other than me? No. Uh, Basically, we went. <laughs> I me. went. <laughs> hey, this hey, past hey. weekend, I went every single night, except Saturday. So two out of three nights. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's not. It's not Wait, on. we're already going to a movie tonight. Yeah, it's not on Sundays. Anyway, I'm excited for the season no because it's like. No posts on Sundays. Yeah. Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I posted yesterday, but I usually I post on Sundays. Yeah, I don't post at all. Anyways, we're anyway, off topic. Uh, <laughs> uh, continue. So it's like they start now, so September, and it's all the way to November second. And my goal is to go to almost every single one of the nights. So get your money's worth. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm gonna get a pass then if you're gonna try to do that. Well, never mind. <laughs> I, I take this, it back. this podcast is rated explosive. Can we go yeah. to sad things? <laughs> oh, sad things. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. Want to know how I feel? I don't care. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, that's my happy thing. Thanks for listening. Shut up. My happy <laughs> thing. <laughs> my happy things. Is this podcast? No, it's not. No lie. What? Else. That's so nice. It is. I like want to cry he, now. No, no, no. That's Please so cry. Nice. Cry, cry right now. <laughs> yes, we need to make more use of that every time. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you talk about a murder, you need to be like, yeah, and then he died. <laughs> and then he died. Yeah. Wait, wait, oh, and then he died. <laughs> no, this, oh my is, gosh. this is why we don't do. Yeah, murder. this is why we do high school. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, no offense. No. It's like putting the child lock on a window. It's kind of like. Oh. Wow. Wow. No, like it's for your own safety. Uh I don't want you to throw yourselves out the window. Definitely good because it's podcasts are kind of sketch. Every time I come over here, I got to like be really well composed. Yeah. It's definitely, you have to, it's definitely more mature audience. Yeah. And I'd like to let you guys know this is me being well composed. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine me not trying. I'm, I'm a, I'm a ticking time bomb. A ticking. I'm gonna be the fall of myself. I'm calling it on your podcast right oh now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's the what I'm saying. That's why I'm boop. I have, to ask, I have to ask Will if I can post certain pictures sometimes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to get canceled. Zach, this is what I'm doing for you. Boop. Child lock. Thank you. Uh huh. So you're welcome. I need a child lock on my life. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Some, but sometimes I just like to roll down the window and get some air. You know. <laughs> that's a really good analogy. Thank you, man. I've been reading some books. Okay. <laughs> is that your happy thing? Books? He's been reading books. Yeah. He has been. Yeah. Yeah. I meditate now. <laughs> Do you meditate? really? Yeah. That's so good. That's thank actually so good. Th- yeah, thank Peaceful you. Peaceful things. I feel like I want to start meditating because you I've should. heard it's really good for your health. It is. It like, is. just take some time to you not do oh, anything. Yeah, it's nice. I, do, I don't do anything at all, <laughs> so I meditate all the Will's time. Will's meditating 24-7. Yeah. His mind is an empty vessel. Yeah. <laughs> Will's, like, hardly ever stressed out about anything. I envy that. It's I feel like I'm it. I'm always thinking, uh, yeah. like, 
here's the next thing I have to do. Like, here's the next thing I'm I'm gonna like after this, I'm gonna need to go home and edit the podcast. Like, life is too short. Live life. Yeah, I Actually, I do, but I feel like I just have that. I, you probably feel this too sometimes. It's like you, you just have that brain, like that mindset of like, yeah. what's the next thing to do? Yeah, because you for me, I always want to top what I do. Yeah, I want to make it bigger and better every single time. Yep. I forgot what I did yesterday. So want to hear a quote? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you a quote. Here's this is for quote. your podcast. Quote it. You need to aspire to be the greatest podcast. Because if you aspire to be the greatest, you'll at least be great. That was his quote. He made it up in the I car. I made that the up in the day. Ca- yeah, in the car with him. Yeah. And this is the uh, new segment on the podcast called <laughs> Whose Quote, quote is, Who's that? is That? <laughs> yeah. Now I read books now, guys. Subscribe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna end the podcast right there. Okay. okay, guys, I think we're gonna end the podcast. I think we're gonna end the podcast okay. right there. We're gonna end there. the podcast right follow there. Follow us on Twitter. We're gonna end the podcast. At horrible things P. <laughs> and and follow it. us on Instagram at horrible things podcast. You can also find us at patreon.com slash horrible things. It would mean a lot if you became a patron. Uh if not give if, us money <laughs> so we can money. make content for you. If that is not something that you're able to do, just don't worry about it. Just go ahead and if you could leave us a rate or review on Apple Podcasts, tell your friends, tell your family. That is how we get out there. Just anything you can do to help me make this podcast better and make all of us happy. Maybe that could be my next happy thing. Happy thing. But thank you guys so, so much for listening, of course. And remember. Finish your food. Don't jewel, because that's not cool. And most importantly, don't do horrible things. Horrible things. things. Horrible things. Woo!